So it's very easy to get frustrated with this app that I love called Anchor. That's the one that I primarily use to record almost all my audio on. And days like the last couple have been slightly frustrating because the audio content has gotten lost. Um, I wanted to upload it. It didn't upload. And then when I tried to recover it, it deleted fully. And uh, I know I'm not the only one having this issue. And there's probably a lot of really frustrated people. But the, the thing I'd like to remind everybody and that I remind myself when going through experiences like this is we didn't complain about how slow the internet was back when we had dial-up. We just appreciated that we had the internet. And as technology got better, our expectations on how smooth everything was supposed to run became. Because uh, I was, <clears throat> you know, I'm 30 years old. So I remember the days of dial-up AOL. When that the websites were limited and took five minutes to load. And I would sit there patiently and wait for five minutes for a website to load. And then now, you know, I catch myself being frustrated when it takes more than seven seconds for a Google search to load on my phone. Just because when I'm connected to Wi-Fi, it loads almost immediately when I'm not, depending on the type of building I'm in or where I'm standing, <coughs> um, it might not be as smooth. So I remember a day when I didn't record podcast ever before I reached my 100 podcasts between, um, you know, the beast within me and the beast within you. And those days, I wouldn't even dream or imagine of podcasting because of the difficulty that it seemed to have and my fear of applying all this effort still to get it wrong. So instead of being frustrated with the technology having its challenges, um, I choose to appreciate it. And granted, yes... I don't really remember what I recorded. That's part of the reason why I do record. Is because after I put an idea out, whether it's on paper, whether it's I talk about it out loud, I have it in conversation, a lot of times <clears throat> the importance of that, that conversation with myself disappears completely. The context, the content. Um... I don't know what it is, but it's just the way I've been for quite some time. And that's why podcasting and journaling has always appealed to me. Uh, and one, you know, the, pra- the practice of journaling was something I've done very inconsistently because I have not prioritized it yet in my life. And podcasting, I'm just a thousand times more comfortable with than journaling because I feel like I communicate better through speech than I do through written. And I also think a lot better out loud through speech. Um, Same thing when I'm being taught. I read the same piece of paper over and over and over again. But I do much better when somebody else explains it. Or somebody else is reading it and I can hear it out loud. So, that being said, podcast is my primary means of documentation. And I'm I'm just going to have to learn to either add a step and record off of Anchor... Um, and then upload it to Anchor. No big deal. Or, um, I'm just not going to worry about it and not get stressed out about it. 
because I could always just go start a standard podcast without having this this great tool to increase my effectiveness and essentially give me the ability to podcast that I didn't have previous. Um, so that's the main thing. Uh, now another thing I want to talk about is the idea of people's perceptions. And this topic's kind of a touchy one, right? Like, we're always told others' opinions don't matter. It's all about how you see yourself. Blah, 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 blah. So on and so forth. And I think for the most part, that's true. But there's also another side to it that I really hope people pay attention to. And it's something that I use when interacting with others. And something I use to kind of gut check myself. And that's the idea of if I say something and what I say has a negatively imp- negative impact on others and I did not intend to have that type of impact, then it was my fault for being unclear. If I offend a large group of people and I did not intend to be inf- offensive, my lack of clarity and communication is my fault, not the group that took offense. And on top of that, um, if other people perceive you to be a certain way, whether it's lazy, whether it's rude, um, you know, whatever it may be, if that's not the desired effect, or if that's not an, an effect or interpretation of your actions that you feel is justified, pay attention. If it's a continuous theme that people continually think you're lazy, people continually think you're rude, that it might be an expression thing. Maybe the way you're doing what you're doing is excluding others or excluding yourself. So it's making other people feel like you're lazy or rude. Or maybe you're just lazy or maybe you're just fucking rude. Um, And an example of this that's kind of populated in my life lately um, is I don't think it was intentional, which makes it probably even more true. But I love my wife dearly. We don't really fight. We don't really argue. Um, You know, every now and then one of us is on edge. And something that the other one says, it was just poor timing. And causes a reaction that was undesirable. But for the most part, we're very good at communicating. And we're very honest and open. And I'm not here to get into the different strategies of relationships and what's right and what's wrong and all that stuff. But what I can say is, a couple things that she said lately have the impression or the implications that she feels as though I've been lazy lately. And it might be something like not being as precise on a task. Like parking extremely crooked. Not a great example, but I think you get what I'm saying. Um, Or after I'm done with the dishes, 
there might be a section of the counter that's just completely covered in water. And, um, you know, I don't clean it up. Maybe I didn't see it. Maybe I saw it. I left it. The details don't matter in that instance. Maybe I clean up the room, but I don't get my socks out from underneath the bed. You know, little things like this. Um, and it's been a common theme for a couple of weeks now. So it'd be really easy to get mad at her and lash out and say, well, you don't do this, or, well, who are you to talk because of X? And really go into a hyper unproductive zone where neither of us are getting a positive outcome, neither of us are happy, and it's just a total lash out. Which is something I try to avoid at all costs because, like I said, it's completely unproductive and nobody, nobody benefits from those types of conversations. And if I have to blow off steam, taking it out on my significant other, my girlfriend, a family member, or a good friend, that's just a, or any people, <laughs> at that matter, is a terrible way of dealing with my stress, and that's my own insecurity. So then, the other part of that is, too, you know, if it's a theme for, say, like three weeks or so, maybe there's a hint of truth to it. Maybe I'm not completing tasks to the fullest. Or, in my haste to complete a task... I'm missing a key part, like after I'm done doing the dishes, wiping off the counter to make sure I got all the water up. Instead of knowing that I didn't prepare anything on the counter so the counter should be clean, and just assuming that there's nothing on it to be wiped up. Um, and just those, those small tweaks. And sometimes it can be, you know, a living space thing. Maybe there's a portion of the house or a room in the house that's mainly considered my space and because things organized in a certain manner don't necessarily negatively impact me or upset me um, maybe I'm gonna get a little bit crazy you know kind of like a, a kid's room <clears throat> the little kid doesn't care that the room's a mess but it drives the parents nuts so maybe there's you know these little these little things that I can tweak or I can do or I can change to help um, alleviate some of that stress, misinterpret, or make my actions less misinterpreted, or all these all these crazy things. But to me, the most important thing is, one, if people you care about are making implications, pay attention, because there's probably some truth to it. And two, don't be mad at somebody for the way that they interpreted what you said or did. And there's a really good interview with um, female executive at Facebook, Cheryl Schreiber, I think. And she does an interview with Reed Hoffman, um, Masters of Scale. And she talks about how she made a comment about the company, how she doesn't want PowerPoints in her meetings. And everybody thought that meant that she's not doing PowerPoints ever. So people stopped using meeting or PowerPoints for sales pitches, and there was this whole strand, strand of miscommunications and problems that came with it. But she owned it. She said, if you guys thought I meant X, and that's how I made you feel, then that was all my fault. And she owned it, she took care of it, and that was that. So, I don't know, just what I'm thinking about right now. I've got a million and a half things on my mind, I guess. And that is the most prevalent. So, I will talk to you later.